competition, endurance, cultural pride. Today, we discuss the World Ear Pulling Championships. Let's take a listen. Hello and welcome to Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. I am the aforementioned Chris Taliaferro, and I am so glad you have joined me today for this episode on the World Ear Pulling Championships. But before we get into today's topic, I want to address some emails and some direct messages to the Facebook page that I got regarding our last episode, which was on the world's tallest man, Robert Wadlow. So let's take a listen. Jeremy writes an email. Chris, what the F, man? You do an entire episode on the world's tallest man and you don't dedicate any time to the size of his wang. I thought the entire episode would be about the size of his wang. That's the only thing I cared about. What the F? Come on, be better. <laughs> okay, this next message <laughs> was sent to the Facebook page from Brian. Brian says, Bro, I thought you were going to talk about Robert Wadlow's dick. Have you ever seen that one picture of him standing next to the women? And he's standing next to them, and you can kind of tell that if he wanted to, he could... Well, I won't say, but anyway, I wanted to hear about his dick, and I was very disappointed that there wasn't more dick talk. Zero out of ten. Okay, so this one, this one was a um, actually a, a, a direct message from uh, Instagram. This was uh, in, <laughs> in our Instagram uh, inbox from Stacy. Stacy writes, "You know, Chris, I'm impressed. I honestly thought that entire episode was going to be about Robert Wadlow's penis. There was a surprisingly low amount of penis-related talk in that episode." Kudos to you for being a better person than I would have been if I did the episode, because I'm not going to lie, he's probably hung like an elephant. <laughs> We've got one more here. This is another Facebook message. This is from <laughs> this is from Steve. <laughs> and Steve says Robert Wadlow probably had a big dick. <laughs> so, um, thank you for <laughs> everyone that wrote in. I'm really glad that <laughs> I'm really glad that you guys are listening and um, are engaged with uh, with with the show. I'm sorry that I did not give you more genital related content. In that episode, uh, I thought that Robert Wadlow had a, a, an interesting enough story without having to 
take a super deep dive into his genitals, which admittedly there's not much information about anyway. Even if I wanted to, there's not much I could, um, you know, I could really talk about in regards to size. It'd be speculation, really. We're all just speculating. So I'm sorry I disappointed you guys. <laughs> it seems like I disappointed you guys a bit, but um, hey, look, I'll try to be better in the future. Um, if there's genital information about a, uh, a, a subject of mine for a given show, I will be sure to pass along said genital information. You, you have that, you have that, uh, that promise. You, you have that genital guarantee from me. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it that way. So, um, all right, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take a little break and then, uh, we will be back with the meat and potatoes of the show. And we are back. Now, before we get into the world ear pulling championships, uh, we have to discuss where this championship competition is held and the governing body for such a competition. Well, the ear pull is a traditional Inuit sport, and it is contested at the World Eskimo Indian Olympics. The World Eskimo Indian Olympics. So the World Eskimo Indian Olympics, or WEIO, please don't make any old McDonald jokes, E-I-E-I-O, maybe it was just me that thought that. Because it's like W-E-I-O, so it's like we-I-O, like, I don't know. I, I felt there was something there. It might not be there. Forget it. <laughs> the W-E-I-O began in 1961 and was held in Fairbanks, Alaska, where it's been held ever since. With the exception of uh, the 2007 games, there was a, a, a bidding war for uh, rights to have it, and they ended up having it in uh, Anchorage. Alaska in 2007, but the financial costs of it being in Anchorage uh, proved to be too much, so it eventually went back to Fairbanks, its, I guess, rightful home. So, um, yeah, so there's a bunch of different events, and the reason that I didn't want to do this episode specifically on the WEIO was because I really think that each one of the events could be its own episode. They're all very, very fascinating. So what I'm going to do, before we get into the ear pull, I'm going to read to you all of the other events that are at the WEIO. And if any of you are interested in hearing one of these events or more than one of these events dived into at a greater length, please let me know. Drop me a line. So let's take a listen to the other World Eskimo Indian Olympics events. The knuckle hop. The four-man carry. The ear weight. Drop the bomb. The one foot high kick. The two foot high kick. The one hand reach. 
the Alaskan high kick, the kneel jump, the Indian stick pull, the Eskimo stick pull, the toe kick, the arm pull, Nalukatak, or the blanket toss, seal skinning, greased pole walk, the bench reach, and multuk eating. Okay, so those are the other WEIO events. If you are interested in any of those as a long-form episode that I take a deep dive into, just let me know. Uh, Seal skinning is one that I think I want to just look into on my own. I mean, do they mean real seals? What? What is? What is? What's that about? I, I don't know how I feel about that. But anyway, you guys just let me know. Back to the ear pull. So. Like all of the other events at the WEIO, the ear pull is a traditional Inuit sport which acts as a test of each competitor's ability to endure pain. It was initially devised as a way to prepare Inuit children for the rigors and the stress of the Arctic environment. So knowing that there are certain challenges in life, challenges that can seem insurmountable. It was looked at as a way to kind of get you used to that, prepare you, just get get you ready for a life where sometimes you're going to be uncomfortable. And this is definitely a sport where you're going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's actually, it starts out sounding comfy enough. Uh, you have your two opponents, and you sit with your legs interlocked, right? So that's kind of an intimate position, isn't it? I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of a lot of uh, situations in life where you sit facing someone, you sit on the ground, you have your legs intertwined, and it's not some type of a intimate or a at least close relationship, right? That's all right. So anyway, so you're sitting across from the, from your from your opponent. You, you got your legs locked together. It's like a staring contest type of vibe. You know, you're you're trying to psych them out. They're they're trying to psych you out. And they get a two foot long loop of string. Now the string that's used. Uh, if it could be compared to anything, it's somewhat similar to a, a thick, waxed dental floss. So, you loop this behind your ear, alright? You know, you loop one, one end of it behind your ear. The opponent loops it uh, to the, uh, the corresponding ear. So, you do, you always do left, you know... Uh, the same side. You want to make sure that the 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 rope or the string is on the same side of ears. You don't go across. It's not like a a cross diagonal type of situation. You're going straight on. And what you want to do is you begin to pull 
You pull on the opposing ear and you pull and you pull and you pull until one of two things happens. The cord comes free or your opponent quits from the pain. Now, it might seem as I'm describing it not to be that big of a deal. It might seem like, well, it's just a little, you know, minor discomfort. Why would anyone ever quit? You just you just keep going until the string falls off your ear, right? Well, just so you know, uh, the game has been omitted from some Arctic sports competitions due to safety concerns. So the, the WEIO still has the ear pulling championship, but it's been omitted from many, many other similar organizations and leagues because of the safety concerns. Uh, bleeding is very, very common in the ear pull. Uh, that's just par for the course. The video that I saw, most of the videos had some bleeding. And it's not uncommon that these lacerations end up requiring stitches. So this is no joke. This, <laughs> this is no joke. And I guess that's, uh, you know, just a testament to its, its origins in trying to prepare uh, their youth for the rigors of life. It, it's not something that, again, is going to be pleasant. But are you willing to stick through it? Are, are you, are you going to quit? You know, and sometimes you're going to lose even without quitting. You know, sometimes, I think it's a real good metaphor for life. Sometimes the loop is going to fall off of your ear. You know, but did you quit? Did you quit? You know, and, and some, some might retort, hey, you know, better to live to fight another day, right? So maybe, uh, you know, the, the better part of valor is, is to sometimes tap out. Maybe you don't stick in so long where you're in a situation so long that it's hurting you. Right? I'm not, I'm not saying which interpretation of that is right or wrong. I, I, I just see, I see the opportunity for some interpretation, especially knowing the origins of the game and, and why it was created. I, I would think that those, those mental aspects were, were probably considered, were probably thought of. Because this is not a, uh, a competition or sport of... Um, of extreme athleticism, okay? It's not uh, it's not tennis or basketball, or something like that. A lot of this is mental. A lot of this is mental. And it's also not something that will kill you, right? So you have that pain on your ear, you're not gonna die. You could just just sit and just endure it, right? Nothing bad's going to happen to you, really. You know, stitches, sure. You know. You could stick it out. But do you want to? It's really 
fascinating to me. Just really fascinating. So, again, just wanted to talk about that a little bit today. Uh, again, if, uh, if anybody wants to hear about any of the other sports or uh, events that the uh, WEIO have at their events, let me know. We can talk about them. You want to hear about the knuckle hop? I got. I still have st seal skinning in my head. I just ugh, seal skinning. What is that about? Mm. And I also want to know the difference between the Indian stick pull and the Eskimo stick pull. What's how, how, how do they pull sticks differently? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Thanks for listening today. If you would like to check us out on social media, it's very easy to do. You can check us out on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook. It's the same thing on each platform. At Things You Don't See Podcast. Again, that's at Things You Don't See Podcast. One more time. At Things You Don't See Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We're also on YouTube. Just type in things you don't see every day with Chris Holly Farrow and we pop right up. If you want to leave a message for the show, a voice message, I mean, not a typey type type message like you could on one of the other platforms I described, you can go to anchor.fm and look up things you don't see every day with Chris Holly Farrow. There's an option for a voice message. You could leave us a message, almost like a like a voicemail type of situation. I'll read it on the show. I'll answer your questions. I'm here for you. Take care, everybody.